This episode is brought to you by patreon.com slash SPFVGS. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 142. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike the Platinum Pythagoras Lopez. <laughs> hey, I don't know what that word means. I'm dumb. I think it's a, I think it's a math thing, I mm. think. Uh, yeah, well, Pythagoras was like, yeah, he was like a philosopher, mathematician. Oh, it's a oh, theorem. Oh, my. He was, uh, he, yeah, he, he developed the Pythagorean theorem. Oh, my. Man. Yeah, so it's, you know, Mike likes to triangulate those platinums, that's he, all I'm saying. <laughs> Just when a, when, a, when a podcast about video games gets too nerdy, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and that other voice you're hearing is David, Night on the Town, Tate. I have no idea what you're referring to right now. You've been what? having lots of nights on the town. Have I? Living it up. Oh, living the dream. Oh, living, living La Vida Loca? Mm-hmm. Okay. Some might say. Yeah, yeah. my parents not were in loud. town. Not out loud. but No, no one would ever say it out loud. But uh, my parents were in town and, uh, you know, when they're in town, they like to go do things in town because that makes a lot of sense. I don't usually do anything when I'm home. So, mm. but they, you, yeah, they came and visited. We went to Little Italy. We went to the oldest bakery in New York City called Ferrara. Um, it was great. I don't want to talk about uh, that. The locals call it Ferrari, David. Oh, OK, just Ferrari. So you, they have lots of really good cars there. Yeah. Um, they call it literally too. Oh, I'm just I'm just letting you know so you don't get embarrassed. Everyone Thank knows. you out there. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you guys. Anyway, that's why I haven't been streaming this past week. We got some people complaining about that. We'll talk about that later. Um, mm. But I have been playing video games. But we're not at that section yet, are we? No, no, because the Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast comes to you every fortnight, with each of us coming to the table to discuss one burning topic from the world of gaming. But first. What are you gentlemen playing at? Uh, oh, now I can say what I've been playing now, at. Now, there you ah, go. Now, okay, now we're tracking. Um, <laughs> so, uh, again, if you've been watching our Twitch, you will know everything I've been playing because I stream every time I play video games now. Um, yeah. But uh, I have been playing Metal Gear Solid Five. I'm about halfway through, maybe a little bit further than halfway through. Um and uh, so that's been really fun. Uh, did a couple sleep jeeps. If you don't know what that is, you can check out our Twitch channel, yeah. look at some of those clips and see the sleep jeep clips. They're pretty fun. Um, yeah. Come check out the streams. David's doing an awesome job with those. Aw, and uh, the sound effects are a lot of fun. Oh, to yeah, you can with. trigger I think live sound there's effects. There's a special challenge. Yeah, there's a special challenge, like find, triggering the right sound effect for the moment to make <laughs> David laugh the hardest. Yes. That's what I, I get a lot of uh, entertainment out of that. That, so yeah. um yeah so that's really fun uh i've also been playing a little bit of apex legends very poorly um so if you tune into <laughs> those apex streams don't expect them to be very good streams oh they will be good no top notch best best in class streams uh nope i'm not good uh, <laughs> I'm very bad, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a good time. Uh, I've been playing that with Eric Kruger, who by the time this episode comes out, will be my roommate as well. So Ooh. may his handsome face be praised. Yeah, um, we're going to do indeed. all that handsome in one place. We're going to play a lot of apex and probably some smash and, uh, you know, um, things like that, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, apex and, uh, oh, then like a little bit of Fortnite. They have a new event and my nieces and nephews, my nephew's really good at Fortnite. He's like, Oh, nice. He's like the top 
I, he always the number always changes, but I feel like he said he was like in the top seven percent of Fortnite players. Which that's insanity. If, if you think about how many Fortnite players there are, that's pretty crazy. So yeah, um, that's, so yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it is wild. Uh, nice. So yeah, that's that's what I've been playing at. That's everything. Pretty cool. I turned David. I turned you red so we could be red, blue, green, like the Radiohead song. Oh, <laughs> so, okay. For those in the stream, we have we have colorful. Yeah, my lights change color. Happening. Adam and Mike, they don't want to buy the the, the the lights that can I mean, change color. I I can change colors too. You just have to tell me what color. And yeah, I have to just do tell it me what color and give me like thirty seconds, <laughs> right, to like bend over and like hit the switch. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, so that's Mike. So, Mike, what do you play? Yeah, what have you been playing at, Mike? Uh, so. A lot of stuff that's been on the list for a long time. So this is all old stuff, but you know, whatever. I'm getting to it. Mm-hmm. Getting getting yeah. to that backlog. You know, I I don't think anyone who listens to this is under any illusion that we are playing the newest hottest, the newest hottest thing. I sure thing hope always. not. It's just so, you know, <laughs> so hard to do. We we are playing things when we when we darn well can. <laughs> so, so two of these I think are only about a year old. So that's pretty good for me. Um, wow. I played, I played all the way through Gris. Ooh, um, which is, yes, which if you guys remember is the, um, it's like the indie, I think it was like a Spanish indie studio. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, it's uh, like a puzzle platformer, but it's, it's like beautiful. It's, it's like really well animated. Uh, and it, it uses a lot of watercolors. Uh, yeah, it's in, gorgeous. In its themes. Um, man, that is a fantastic game. I sat and played it from start to finish in one sitting. Um, that's awesome it's, it's not tremendously long you can you can get through it depending on like how good you are at puzzles um in like two to three hours i think okay it was somewhere in that window um phenomenal if you guys have not played this game um i'd give it like four and a half out of five tacos it's wow really, awesome. really awesome. good experience yeah, yeah i, I, I want to pick it. that up i and i, I have it. it on my pc but every time i launch it it crashes so what happened i got it I got to try it again. We'll see. Maybe it was just jinxed that yeah, day. Could be. Could be. It's totally worth it. It's it's a really, really cool game. Maybe it was um, jinxed. Oh, you Coke? I think so. Yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, I've also. Uh, <laughs> I've also been playing uh, a Plague Tale Innocence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How's that? Which is uh, really, really good. And uh, also like super nasty. Ew. So, oh, Oh yeah, because all the rats. There's all like the rats. rats. There's like rats everywhere. There's like rats, rats mm-hmm. popping out of like dead horse bellies and stuff. Like it's it goes. Oh, that's gross. Cool. Mike, it's that's gross. Places. It's real gross. <laughs> I don't like that, Mike. But it's very good. You like it? No, um, I, you like. I don't like it. That game. That game was in, the the creator. Of that game was inspired by The Last of Us and uh, Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons. So just kind of oh nice. Mash that experience together, and you kind of know what you're in the mood for. Are um, now? Are you controlling the kid too? Oh, no, you only control one character. Um, oh, okay. And, and the AI kind of just takes care of the rest of it and it handles it, it handles it pretty well. Um, nice. Yeah, it's it's a really fun game. It, it's pretty linear. Um, you're not going to do a lot of off the beaten path stuff, but um, mm-hmm. story is really good. Um, and it's it's a really cool experience. But it, just be warned, it's a little gross. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mike then, posted a, uh, a GIF of the rats <laughs> in, in, the in our Discord and it was... Just about the grossest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And that was like the tamest one I could find for you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's insane. Um, besides that, uh, in anticipation, and, and I don't know if you guys want to talk about this now or in the news. Okay. Uh, tell me. But in anticipation, uh, we're recording this on Thursday, the uh, 27th. Uh, yeah. Of the Baldur's Gate 3 gameplay uh-huh. review. Yeah. I, I do have it. Yeah, I do have it in the, in the news, but Sweet. go for it. 
Well, just in, in anticipation of that, I decided to go ahead and play some some old school RPG style games. And I've been playing Pillars of Eternity. Um, oh, OK. Which was a uh, sort of obsidian. It was an obsidian Kickstarter game. And it was uh, it was made with the old school, like 90s CRPG, like Baldur's Gate original uh, style gameplay, where which is like real time with pause. Um, oh, OK. It is crazy old school and really, really fun. Um, but, uh, <laughs> and this, this, I mean, this isn't, but like, this is a good thing. Just, just given the genre, it's kind of, kind of like a D and D styled, uh, game. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I'm fairly certain that within like the first few hours of playing it, I had two different characters, in my party, both voiced by Matt Mercer, um, <laughs> <laughs> which I found pretty funny. Yeah. I, it's like the situation when you are, are playing a game and you have like, uh, multiple uh gosh what's the nathan drake voice actor oh, uh, uh nolan uh, north um, Nolan north nolan yeah. north yeah the, you heard like two nolan north's talking to each other in like <laughs> batman arkham uh, arkham city i like, think it is like one of those things years ago i would have never picked up that it was it was the same person but like you yeah. heard them do enough voices now you're right like, i think that's the same dude in, in yeah. a good way i'm i'm thoroughly enjoying uh that gameplay but we'll talk I about gate I think that's possible in Dota too, because I think Nolan North does a bunch of voices in that uh, game. Yeah, you're probably right. I'd have to yeah. go. I've never played Dota two, but I bet you're I, right. I played it once a long time ago, yeah. and was really bad at it, and got yelled at a lot, so I stopped playing <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I did that with League of Legends. I was like, well, this isn't fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll talk about Baldur's Gate uh, three yeah. during the news. The, that's All right, playing it. Adam. Cool. So. I too play video games. Mm-hmm. No guys. way. Yeah. So I uh I played a couple more hours of The Outer Wilds. Yeah. Okay. Um that is a really fun game. Um it's, you know, you die a lot in that one. I, at least I do. I'm I'm bad. <laughs> I'm so good <laughs> at this game I never die in it when I play it's it. It's kind ever. of uh I think it's kind of engineered like that where if you go to I went to like the hardest planet first because it doesn't matter. You can go in any order, yeah. apparently. So I went to that hard one and I was dying like left and right. So how I, did you know it was, was the like, hardest okay. planet? I, I read it somewhere. Oh, I can't okay. remember. But then uh, so I started exploring different ones. I was like, oh, OK, now this is like there's like a little bit easier learning curve if I go to this other planet first. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, having a good time with that. That's a it's a, a gorgeous little indie uh, space adventure. You know, I've, I've talked about it a little bit on the show, but uh, check that one out if you enjoy that kind of no man's sky feeling of like taking off from a planet and going exploring mm. uh, a tiny, they're little tiny planetoids like Mario Galaxy, but um, very, very cool. And it's, it's kind of adventure gamey where it's a lot of dialogue and, um, research and dis- exploring things like that. So good times. Um, I also delved into on the old Xbox game pass, mm-hmm. um, creature in the well. Oh, I have not heard Cre- of this game. I don't know. This at all. Creature in the well is awesome. Really, really excellent. Go so on. it's, uh, it's got a cool, um, I don't even know how to describe the art style. It's a very unique kind of color palette and art, art, uh, direction okay. to it. And, um, the gameplay is very much, it's got the satisfaction of like a good pinball table and it's like pinball baseball Okay, that you have to make sure you don't die. <laughs> oh, so it's, uh, okay. it's like basically you're this robot and you're exploring these machines inside this mountain and it's got a cool mystique to it. Good music, uh, creature in the well, check it out. Little indie game. Um, having a blast with that as okay. well. I, I played probably through 
half to two thirds of the game, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, really good so far. And then today I started playing a game on my phone called, called double Dodgers. Have you heard of this? I I don't know any of these games you're talking about. Okay. So double Dodgers is a, a mobile game that is, it basically on the screen, you see video game hands holding a phone Okay, and then you can see the the sidewalk that the person the character is walking on, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you it's a game of multitasking. So you have to like you have to jump over these pits and like and basically it's like a an uh, I guess an always what's it called a uh, like an infinite endless, runner like an endless runner yeah, yeah where yeah, you're yeah. jumping and trying not to fall in pits, but then at the same time you have to make sure you don't fall into like a manhole as you're walking oh, in the game. So <laughs> it is really fun. Um, I just saw a random tweet about it, yeah. and uh, Sophie Brennan had had uh, liked it, and I was like, "Oh, what is this?" And I checked it out. And I was like, "Okay, I'll try this out. It's free. It's just a, it's that a funny, cool. It's a funny little game, it and I'm really funny. bad at multitasking, so it's uh, sure it's it's a very difficult game for me. <laughs> oh but yeah, yeah check- I bet you are terrible at multitasking. <laughs> I'm really bad. Adam is so bad at multitasking. Like if if we're like setting up for the show and he's in the middle of like changing a setting or whatever, he will literally not hear you. He like you can talk to him <laughs> as much as you want. He might even say like if you say like Adam, he might even say yeah. And then yeah. <laughs> he'll like continue yeah. changing his settings, he's and not, then you stop talking, and I'm then he home. doesn't respond yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so I guess I've been playing the indie stuff this week. Wow, enjoying myself. Cool. Nick Sutner would be proud. Mm-hmm. He would be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and in in, uh, in honor of, uh, I think we just had some kind of National Pancake Day, didn't we? It's Probably. like every it's like every other week that we have a National there's Pancake a, yeah, I think Day. There's one every month, yeah. just because people love love the hotcakes. Who sure. so doesn't much. love hotcakes? But uh, you know, you know the mobile game Pancake, right? I have nope. no idea what you're talking about. Oh, it's a, it's literally <laughs> a game about flipping pancakes, but it's like it's really difficult. So you're trying to flip this pancake as many times as you can, and there's like a there's a whole art to it oh without it falling off the edge of the pan. So check that one out too. Okay. There's a whole series of them. There's like pancake and bacon and oh, there's all all these different ones. So anyway, <laughs> what about making making bacon pancakes? Bacon pancakes. Uh, that's a fantastic song from Adventure Time. <laughs> but you don't make them uh, in the in the in the game. Hey, good sound effect idea for the stream. Oh, Bacon pancakes. Oh, I like that. Oh, that is yeah. a good one. We have so many to add now. <laughs> I just keep coming up with more work for you, you David. You do. It takes forever, too. It takes, uh, uh, it takes like an hour for me to add like five sounds. Oh, gosh. And we have like a million sounds now. So We have a million now. A million hours, basically. All right. So I guess, uh, I guess now would be as good a time as any to have Mr. Mike open his super secret slightly late Christmas present. What? Oh my gosh. What? <laughs> it's Christmas in February. It's super late, but great. <laughs> late, but great, I think is what they always yeah. say. All right. Let's so let's get, let's get Mike a good yeah. close up here. Let's get a good mm-hmm. close up on Mike. So Mike, just just for the audience, so you know why he's getting a, a late Christmas present. Yeah, because I don't know why I'm getting one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no one's told me yet. So I got a message from, um, oh gosh, why am I blanking? I, I got wish a message I could from help. someone with a brilliant idea mm-hmm. for a gift for Mike, uh, and it was right around. It was right after Christmas, I think. Okay. Um, Oh, it's it was from Anthony from uh, Video Game Crosstalk. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, sure, sure. And so he sent me this. He spotted this, and he's like, "Oh, I had to send this to you." 
it was, um, you know, it was just too, too perfect. So I was like, all right, so let me check this out. And I'm not going to say what it is, obviously. Oh, of course. (laughs) Yeah. Please do not spoil it. But so, so I consulted with David and I said, Hey, I think Mike's been doing all this work, right? Mm -hmm. All this, all this editing work. He's, he's been hit with a couple of rough edits lately. Spending (laughs) upwards of like 19 hours. I did uh, help with that one. Editing podcast. Sure did. Yeah. Yeah. So I figured, you know what? Let's get him a little token of our appreciation. Oh, appreciation. Yeah. So we appreciate you, Mike. We appreciate I like you. Appreciated. Oh yeah, um, we, we do. It's a, a token of our appreciation. Uh, I, I do you. think it's important to point out that the the gift was also somewhat of a punishment. What? In that Adam gave it to me like yeah. a week ago, but I wasn't allowed to open it. And I, <laughs> yeah, I don't allowed. do well in that scenario. Oh, <laughs> so you know what it is already. You fully opened it. And no, I definitely didn't. I had okay. to put it in my office and like not go in there for a week. Wow. Okay, all right, good so, job. Drum roll, please. I don't Shall have. I? Shall I don't I? have well, a drum Mike. roll. Uh, we gotta see it. He's unveiling. You gotta, you gotta sh- yeah, yeah. Bring it up on your lap. Oh, bring it up on my lap. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's such yeah. a big bag. It is a big bag. Ooh. All right. Okay. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, Mark. This is pretty fantastic. Tell us what for, it is for the yeah for the audio listeners. What what do you have? This there? is a a PlayStation officially licensed. Uh, platinum trophy glass. <laughs> that I can I can drink my sweet sweet drinks out of, oh, uh, out of platinum so now. Oh, so good! Yeah, um, out of a sweet sweet platinum. <laughs> this is pretty. You great, have guys. a real life platinum now, oh, and man. they didn't you, they Thank didn't sell so it. They didn't sell it here in the states, so I had oh, to no. import it from uh, from oh, my gosh. the UK. Like you fantastic. just platinumed real life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would pour my water into it right now if I wasn't so sure it was probably diseased in the box. I'll have to. Yeah, wash it, first. it might have coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, you need to, it actually yeah, give it a wash. Back, clean, clean before use. Please, um, please clean this. Yes. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Thank you guys. This is Isn't amazing. That cool? yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, so no cool. Now you can sit around while you're platting games. Oh you can be gosh, drinking just, just taking the juice of platinum. Platinum. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> drinking the lifeblood of the platinum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. You're no welcome. So problem. happy Christmas. Yeah, happy uh, a little Christmas. Bit late, it's but, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I think it's time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. On the heels of that for Mike to struggle to read the tweet. My gosh. We're not doing any news today. No news today. Oh, I guess we should do news. <laughs> <laughs> I got We're professionals, so guys. We, we know this. how to I do got, this show <laughs> so well. All right, so time for the news. Wait, that's no <laughs> Adam. Yeah! Oh, there so is. much better. I was nervous. All right, so this one, this is kind of an interesting one. Atlas, mm-hmm. the publisher of such games as Persona 5, yeah, uh, says to keep fighting. For Persona Five on the Switch, well, keep fighting, uh, keep fighting, keep fighting. Why do we right have now to it's, fight? It's, it's a PlayStation exclusive, right? I don't even. Is it on PC? No, but I don't wh- believe. Is it a, a forever PlayStation exclusive? Uh so it was a platform exclusive, and I don't know if I don't know what it would matter if they have contracts signed. What would it matter if we keep fighting? Yeah, exactly. Right? So it's got to be something else. It's got to be. So it must be. It must be a timed exclusive, and they're saying. 
keep fighting so to, like so people will get all jazzed you know for what it, this seems you know? like to me it seems like right? you're congress person yeah, it seems like to me <laughs> to me it seems like you know the like. thing that bands do where you go see them and they play most of their songs but they don't play their biggest song and you're like what the heck why didn't they play their biggest song before they left the mm-hmm. stage and then yeah then like everyone just keeps clapping and you uh, you realize Ooh. oh they're just doing that they're just doing that encore yeah, the, thing the, they the just, mandatory encore they want to yeah, make everyone play clap the big for hit. them for five minutes and then they'll play their number one song right so yeah. th- that's what these guys are doing just please keep tweeting and we give us our standing ovation and we'll we'll do the encore of the switch that's what it feels like to me <laughs> that's basically that's it. basically that's what basically. they're doing i think so that one came by way of uh top newsman ultimate kills mm. um so moving along, mm-hmm. moving along, uh, another one from old UK, they say, yeah. Ultimate Kills, that's what <laughs> that's I call what them. That's what they call them, a jolly old uh, America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, jolly old America. <laughs> um, but yeah, the new Witcher 3 update uh, lets you transfer PC saves to Switch. That's really is, cool. That is really cool. Yeah. I'm, I hope they do the same thing uh, with PS4 and Xbox One soon, because I would love to pick up uh, the Witcher three on the switch and then be able to transfer back and forth. Like when I'm home, play it on the TV, you know, it's really interesting. This, this seems to be something that the switch does no problem, but I don't even think Xbox does it between like, you know how Microsoft automatically gives you the Xbox and PC version of their games. I don't uh-huh. think that you can, I don't think that you can start one game on PC yeah. and then pick up your progress on Xbox. I, I can't think of an example that does that, but I know on the Switch, there's been uh, The Witcher, and then before that, everyone's favorite game, Divinity Original Sin <laughs> 2, also does this. Right. Um, which everyone's is, favorite. It's super Absolutely. cool. Yeah, like for all yeah. for all the guff I will ever give Nintendo about not figuring out how to do anything online, they somehow figured this out, which is a phenomenal. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's so cool. Well, and, it might be the and same. I was developer able to do it. Uh, I mean, both. Within the ecosystem, right? I was able to do it on the Vita to the PS4 and back, mm-hmm. you know, transferring, yeah. as they say. Oh, yes. My Hideo. Save. Koji- yeah. <laughs> Kojima came up with that term. Yeah, so, yeah, I would transfer my save across from the PS3 <laughs> even to the Vita right. back in the day. So, oh my um, gosh. Anyway, you gotta yeah, it's love something Kojima. that I would like to see happening more across uh ecosystems and we'll we'll see i I hope so uh i just want to i want to throw in my own new story there was another little hint uh i believe on the france on uh on sony france France. oh and maybe it was amazon france um a a listing for horizon zero dawn published by sony appeared Mm. briefly for pc again stoking the rumors that horizon zero dawn's coming to pc and so like that would be the perfect opportunity hey sh- let's let's show everyone look you can play your save from ps4 on pc and vice versa that would be so cool like that's their prime opportunity to get into this this whole mm-hmm. yeah cool factor so let's do it let's do it it's very cool yeah very cool so this one's kind of this is file this one under scary Uh-oh. uh sony has canceled this participation participation in pax east which is where people were going to get to play go hands-on with last of us part two mm-hmm. uh you know and many other titles um but yeah that's kind of crazy and they've also since this news story gone ahead and pulled out of gdc yeah as well. everyone pulled out microsoft pulled out of gdc epic yep. pulled out of gdc um unity pulled out of gdc yeah like yeah, GDC, a lot of people and jason schreer tweeted he thinks that they're going to announce probably at some point today 
that that GDC is canceled today being uh, Thursday, February 27th. Um, yeah. I, I haven't seen the announcement, but um, everyone's pulling out like ha- more than half the show floor is gone from GDC now. That's so, wild. it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, it's just I mean, I think, uh, you know, the coronavirus, nothing to trifle with mm-hmm. at this point. Like, yeah. it's. It, it keeps every day you check it, right? At least I do because yeah. I'm a germ- germaphobe. Oh, I'm, I'm checking it every day actually. like, oh, gosh, like another thousand <laughs> people have it or whatever, well, another 5,000. In, so. in America or in the U.S. so far, it's about 50 cases, at least the last time I, I checked. Yeah, I think last night when I checked it was 60, but, I you know. heard 50 today, so... Oh my so gosh. one of us is wrong, or we're both wrong at this point. Who Misinformation. Knows? <laughs> this is how the coronavirus gets you. <laughs> anyway, be safe out there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Try to like stay I, home. We, we went to yeah. We went to Disneyland, and I was sweating. Oh it. boy, that's because <laughs> I was risky. like, man, people from all over the world come here. Oh, they to touch everything. Yeah, Round zero so, for coronavirus yeah, so in the it, U.S. There were a lot of people at Disneyland with like the the face masks mm-hmm. on and everything. So. Yeah, and TFTT pot says fifty three, so I was closer, so I win. What do I win? Where's my Where's my pl- platinum trophy? <laughs> you get nothing. Oh, no. <laughs> Although we'll see, Christmas might come late to New York as well. Oh my, Mister Streamer Extraordinaire. Oh my, we shall see. So, so um, this one's kind of crazy. Uh, almost nobody played a bad guy in Mass Effect. Uh, <laughs> this this is- comes. Yeah, this is kind of crazy. So um, this kind of was revealed by a tweet by John Ebinger of um, of Bioware. But yeah, he basically had said something like 92% of Mass Effect players were Paragon. And yeah. we put a lot of work into the Renegade content, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't make Shepard a bad guy. I've tried. I've done, I would, yeah. What I would do in playthroughs, I'd be like, all right, this is going to be my, my Renegade run. And I would do one bad thing and I would feel so bad. I would just go Paragon yeah. for the rest of the game. <laughs> I, I totally get that. I, I played those games with my wife. And so she was there with me to keep me accountable. Like we've done our Paragon <laughs> like run through. You've got to choose the Renegade option. Yeah, you can't time. be nice. Oh, no being nice. I think Mass Effect 3 on my Renegade run through might still be the worst thing I've ever done in a video game. <laughs> As in you felt really bad about it? I felt terrible about it. It's awful. <laughs> One day when Adam plays well, that game, we can talk about it. Oh, well, so that's the thing. It, it talks about in the in the Kotaku article, um, and you know, it's it's basically kind of going into okay, yeah, there's a good and bad option, but really at the end of the day, you're trying to save the universe, right? right? So, yeah. being a huge jerk to the team that you're trying to assemble. <laughs> To help you it save the universe, like, to do that. it it really doesn't make a lot of sense, and that's why a lot of these good and bad kind of binary options in games like this are are usually kind of like everyone just oh I don't want to do that I'm going to get the bad ending yeah you know? yeah <laughs> like and we so about. like in when I was playing The Witcher three it's a good example that game does not have a clear good and bad it, I, now to be fair there are good and bad decisions. But many times I had no idea if I was making a good or bad decision. So right, it didn't uh, pop up like blue or red on the screen. Yeah, but, yeah. Know. So yeah, um, like like yeah, I, so. I don't want to spoil things, but just like a little tiny example of that was like I played that game very protective of Siri, and mm-hmm. uh, some people didn't. Like some people were better at father at being a father to Siri than I was. Let's put it that way. 
Oh, so you were keeping her under your iron thumb. Mm-hmm. Kind of, in a way, yeah. Oh. I was just, I was you trying to let keep, her be free. I David. was trying to protect her, her. Let her run free. I was trying to protect my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a good, good parenting lesson, I yeah, suppose. I guess so. Uh, <laughs> so Know It Man uh, writes in with this one. The rise of subscription-based gaming services has some devs worried about long-term future. Mm. Um, oh, like, yeah. Do you mean like uh, old games done quick and stuff like that? Like, oh no, what is that called? Good old games, like, like, like how you can still boot up an NES game. Is that what? Is that the kind of thing they're oh, worried no, about? No, no. Now this this is a, an article on BusinessInsider.com. So basically, they're talking about uh, a lot. Some you know different developers they interviewed uh, for this kind of off the record mm-hmm. had expressed concerns about like the, the financial side of this. Mm-hmm. So, oh. you know, whereas like when, when these platforms are, are first coming on, like they, you know, cont- or the platform holders will pay out, you know, buckets of money to get people interested, right? Get a lot of good games on there, mm-hmm. get everyone in. And then eventually people get so into this, right? Like Netflix is a great example. You get so into Netflix and, Hulu and all these various streaming services, right? Yeah. That people are buying fewer movies. And so oh. they're so that's the concern is that at a certain point, once the market shifts to everyone just relies on these streaming services for their entertainment content. Now you there's there's a lot lower paycheck mm. for the content creators yeah. because well, you want to be here. This is where all the subscribers so are. So do you like think it, as an example, like do you the think... leverage is on the other side at first, right? Right. Yeah. This was like, a big oh, conversation I'm... that started with like Stadia and XCloud and things like that. Is, yeah. Are they going to devalue games um, mm-hmm. as a medium because you can pay one like flat price? The Stadia doesn't work this way, but uh, you know, like Game Pass is a good example, right? Yeah. You Game Pass, Apple, pass, um, Apple Arcade, a phenomenal amount of really great games. Yeah. Um, it does make it more challenging to then like go and purchase that game if you can just go pay a monthly subscription for like five, 10, $15 a month and have access to those games. But yeah. do they definitely make less money? Like what if, what if more people are exposed to that game than would have bought it? You know what I mean? So they are, that's certainly the case, right? They are certainly reaching a wider audience, which is, that's satisfying for a lot of content creators, even if they're making maybe less money. But are in they the definite? That's what I'm saying. Like say a game was only available for sale and it sold a hundred thousand copies but it was on Xbox Game Pass and a million people played it. Like, they probably made more money on Game Pass in that situation, right? Well, so in the article, they talk a little bit about that. They talk about how the, the paycheck's great at first. In five years, the paycheck is probably oh. going to be a lot less when they go to pitch a game for one of these services because that's where, uh, like oh. like I said, all, all the customers are here. Right. right? At first, there are no customers, oh, and, and, and the leverage is with the content creators. And event, and that is that slowly will transition to, okay, well, the platform is where you want to be. Right. You know, no one's going to buy your game. you got to have it in here so anyone will play it. So and does the office not incentive. make any money for for NBC now on Netflix? Like, do are they not making money off the office anymore? Uh, you know no what I mean? Idea. Like... Like that the, the, show's been on Netflix forever. Yeah. I think the hard part is a lot of these deals are, are locked pretty tightly. People can't discuss the finances that are changing hands. Mm-hmm. But I, I think a, a good example of this would be something like, like the Witcher three, right? It came mm-hmm. out like darn near five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden it's popular again. 
But if it had been part of a streaming service right up front, it probably would have made the majority of its money as part of its contract right then at the beginning. Yeah. And all this tail end of it, they probably are are still going to get paid, but not nearly as much as they were probably getting paid in 2015 or whatever when the game came mm, out. Okay. Um, and The Witcher is also in Game Pass now. <laughs> is it? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so funny. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting. I, you know, that's just coming from people who are inside the, the, the biz, as they say, like, yeah. uh, who are just voicing some concerns about like the longevity prospect here. You know, is this something that is financially sustainable? Um, or are they going to have to just aco- like accommodate this or accommodate possible future earnings being less and mm. maybe scale the studios down a bit to be able to continue to compete in that? Yeah. yeah. I, I think people space, are kind so. of looking at this like the music scene, right? Like yeah. the advent of things like Spotify are great in some ways. If, if you're somebody who would have never gotten picked up by a studio, um, because your type of music, or whatever you have suddenly have this access to a huge audience you never would have had before. But if you're somebody who was potentially, you know, kind of a breakout star uh, type of deal, you might have millions of plays on Spotify, but it, that's not yeah. millions of album sales. It's not the same money. Yeah. It's, uh, it's right. less so money. To, right. So now you have to, you have to make your music, but then you have to make the the cash another way. Right. You know, what's so funny tickets, that kind of thing. I have actually have a friend who works at Sony and she was explaining to me how, how it now since they don't make money off album sales it's like mm-hmm. about it's about market share like sony wants to be the wants to have the most artists uh as sure. the majority of streams and they get more oh, money yeah. from spotify when they have more streams from their yes. artists versus right. universal or or warner brothers so anyway th- it's just funny that i was just talking to one of my friends about all this and uh yeah. just an interesting think- synergy with the conversation yeah, I think the only the only difference in the music industry is that they were just happy to be making anything any again, sure. again yeah. because like <laughs> it went from like oh yeah everyone just buys albums to oh everyone just steals <laughs> everything just steals. <laughs> to then it's like oh well I guess I guess we're getting everyone a few dimes here and there everything <laughs> yeah like oh we just now instead of a dollar we make we make a dime but hey it's better than nothing it's better than making zero dollars <laughs> yeah. yeah so oh, anyway my goodness that's hilarious. Um, Yacht Club Games has announced Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon. Yeah, this looks cool. Have you checked this out? Yeah, no it looks idea. really cool. It just just watching a little gameplay preview uh, that they did, I think at PAX. Um, the it looks kind of like a mix of like Card of Darkness meets Doctor Mario. Yeah, <laughs> like I I kind of or or like a match three mixed mm-hmm. with that because it's like each move you make causes time to advance, so you can be strategic about your moves. But also you want to bunch certain things together so you can combo and, and destroy like multiple monsters of the same kind oh, all at it, once. Oh, okay. It's like <laughs> it looks fun. It's like a new version of Tetris, basically. Yeah, it looks it looks like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited for that. Uh, no details yet. I was looking for where is this coming out? Is this coming to consoles? <clears throat> is this coming to PCs? Is it coming to phones? What's happening? Probably yeah, the answer is yes. Club. Probably everything, but <laughs> knowing knowing Shovel Knight has been on everything. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, this is a fun one. I and I sent this out to our pal Joe King. Uh, Eli Roth wants to kill hardcore Borderlands players <laughs> in his upcoming Borderlands movie. Now we need a little so context here. He doesn't actually yeah, want to kill any people, right? 
murder. He he wants to murder <laughs> them. No, he wants he wants hardcore Borderlands fans to apply, sign up for this thing, and see who will become kind of a disposable extra in the oh, film and get get blasted. Man, I want Joe King to be. It. He loves Borderlands uh, yeah, so much. I feel like I want to lobby for Joe. Yeah, I think uh, Joe is a deserving Borderlands fan. Has been for years. Yeah. yeah. Um. So gearbox you veteran. It. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And this one, I, I didn't really have a news story to go with, but I, I figured we should talk about it because it's a big deal. Baldur's okay. Gate 3 previews oh are gosh, up, it looks so and good. everybody's a raven. Well, almost everybody. I'm not a huge everybody's fan raven. of, uh, of turn-based gameplay. I'm mm. raving. Mike, mm. go ahead. Rave. Um, man, it looks really freaking good. <laughs> it's very pretty. Very pretty. Um, so th- this game is being developed by Larian Studios, who made Divinity Original Sin and, and Divinity Original Sin 2. Um, which I think were both like, if not the top rated RPGs of the years they came out were like really up there. Mm-hmm. Um, man, those, those games are so phenomenal. And like some of my favorite RPGs I've ever played, I was really excited when they announced that they were doing Baldur's Gate three, which is a, a series that hasn't had an entry in like 20 years. Right. Um, it's been a long time. So for, for those who don't know, Baldur's, Baldur's Gate, uh, is, uh, is an old uh I th- who who made the original ones was that obsidian i can't remember i legitimately um, have no idea but they were yes. it was a it was a short series of, of basically uh old uh old school crpgs based on um D and I think it was like second edition is how old these things are okay um and they were uh really really good really good stories really good gameplay um the gameplay. Oh, it was uh, Bioware. Was it Bio? Yeah, it was Bioware. Okay. Developed by Bioware, and it came out in. Was it really Bioware? Yeah, yeah. it came out in two thousand. Oh my god! That's uh, Baldur, Baldur's Gate two, right? Baldur's Gate two. Yeah. That was the last entry. Yeah, yeah. two thousand. So literally twenty years ago. Twenty years ago. Oh um, my goodness! So anyway, to cut to the chase. Uh, yes, Larian cut to Studios, that chase. Uh, uh, you know, got a, got the got the deal to do Baldur's Gate three uh, from Wizards of the Coast. And it's basically uh, their their attempt at translating D and fifth edition to uh, a, a PC game, and it wow. looks really good. I, I, if you haven't seen the trailers, go check them out. The best way I can describe it is the turn based combat of Divinity uh, Original Sin, but with all D and D fifth edition based abilities, um, and like the um, uh, sort of the dialogue system of like Dragon Age or Mass Effect. Where you have the branching trees. Uh, See that part, I could get excited about. I could get excited about. I love me some dialogue, some Bioware style dialogue. Yeah. But they're, just, and they're and they're promising, David. That you'll be excited about this. Okay. One of the things they're promising is the game is going to try to truly remember everything you do. So. Oh, good. That, that, I won't like, know what I'm doing, that, but like, at least the game will bandit, know. <laughs> that nobody bandit you killed in the first 15 minutes oh, might come great. back to haunt you. Wonderful. Like, 40 hours later, as a ghost. Oh, yeah. so. I don't know, man. Ghost. I'm so excited. About I this hope game. so. Yeah, it looks. I, Mike, I did. I did promise you. Uh, if the game yeah. has co-op, I will. I promise I will play one session with you. So it has to, to run on my laptop, which is a good chance it won't. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> but despite the fact, I'm very, very excited. Uh, David, we could just play it on Stadia. You'd love it. In in the demo, he kills a man by throwing a boot at him. It's fan. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh boy. Yes. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not, I'm promising one session. I'm not promising any more than that. Oh man. So. I'm real excited. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that's it. That's it for the news. All right. No, um, no, 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 no. 
Mm-hmm. It's not how you pronounce it. You pronounce it. The news. No, no, no. The news. <laughs> I, I got a little little growl in my voice tonight. So yeah. it, was, there's, it was very. You know, you put some stank it was on very it strange. this time. Uh, yeah. and, and really quickly, uh, I just want to thank NTFTT Podford for tweeting about their setup for watching tonight's podcast episode. Um, if, if you're if you are watching the video version, you can see right now they are watching on their TV screen. And I just Whoa. feel like I'm on TV right now. That's pretty oh, cool. And I, I just thought oh, that was cool. Thank you for this. thank you for sharing your setup. That is just super cool. NTFTT. Oh, Puff. that is cool. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm look. I'm on the stream, looking at a picture <laughs> of me on the stream <laughs> on the TV. It's, Whoa. On the TV though. So meta. Wow, bro. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, that, I times. just wanted to throw that. Is it time for? Uh, is it time for uh, my I think favorite it part? Is time for Mike to struggle to read the tweet. Oh, so excited! Can't wait. Go yeah. ahead, Mike. So struggle. we got a few tweets in. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. if you guys want, I will take all these tweets and throw them in the garbage, and we'll just talk Baldur's Gate for the next twenty no, minutes. Let's, <laughs> that's no, that's, that's also they, cool. They took the time to write in. You know, yeah, they did. I they think did. it's I only am, fair. I'm pretty sure they're as excited about Baldur's Gate. I don't I, know if anyone is excited <laughs> for Baldur's right. Gate as you they, are. I can't, you know, I, I can't get their feedback right now. So I'll read the tweets for now. But if, if I made a mistake, you guys let me know on Twitter later. And uh, we'll just talk Baldur's Gate from now to eternity. Oh, no. Maybe you need um, a new third host. <laughs> uh, NTFTT pod wrote in mm-hmm. uh, and said, what is your favorite dad joke? Um, and uh, who is your, fi- your favorite video game dad? Ooh. Have you have you ever heard of the song "Daddy" by Psy? The third, the answer to the third <laughs> question is no for me. Yes, I have, definitely I have, no. I have no, no idea. idea. Daddy, I don't know who I've, Psy I've is. heard, I've heard "Gentleman" and uh, what was that other one? I don't know, and I don't want to remember. Oh, Psy from Korea? Is it yeah, that guy yeah, from oh, South okay. Korea? Yeah. Um, what was the other big one he no, had not, before that? I don't need anything in my head. Uh, favorite oh, <laughs> pony? He's. Uh, no, he is riding please. the pony. Nope. We don't what need to do this. What is that song called? I don't uh, know, and I don't want to know. I don't I know. I do my sexy turn on the catwalk. I'll mute, I'll mute you both right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think anyway, that's the song. Um, uh, my favorite so, dad joke favorite is... Favorite dad joke. Can, can one of you guys tell me either you're hungry or you're tired, something like that? One, just, say, just say it. Oh, I'm hungry. Hi, hungry. I'm dad. Oh, you know, this is this is my dad's joke okay. from when I was a kid. Yeah. I would say, I'm thirsty. And he would say, oh, hi, thirsty. I'm Friday. Let's go out Saturday for a Sunday. Oh, Oof. he took it to a whole other level. Man, that's, <laughs> wow. Mine that's was just a simple. Wow. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So that's, I guess that's it. Yeah. That and, must be and it. TFTC, they, they actually sent in their, their, one of their favorites. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Go for how it. How does Samus buy a suit on two-day shipping mm. with metroid prime oh <laughs> i wish the rim yeah. shot was still active <laughs> <laughs> yeah we should keep that one ready. yeah we should that's good uh josh bailey wrote in and said uh how many rays can a ray trace trace if a ray trace can trace rays 
he didn't struggle to read that tweet at all. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Should I go back impressed. and mess it up? No, no it's no, fine. That was very okay. impressive. You passed the test. I think the answer is 42. 42 race. It's uh, a lot that's of the race. answer to everything, really. Yeah. 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 Uh, Garrett from the Super Gamer Boys wrote in and said, why hasn't David streamed in so long? I'm sorry, Old guys. Gary. So I, had long. A, I had my parents in town. I was busy. Uh, but my streams are sh- starting back up. Uh, well, by the time this episode comes out, like, they will have started really, back yeah. up. Yeah. So <laughs> back to my normal schedule. Uh, I might be taking slightly more days off. Like, for example, I'm going to be taking a lot of Saturday off because I have some plans. But uh, and also Eric's moving in, so I have to help him with that. But Ooh. I will still be streaming Saturday night, even though this is in the past for you guys. But um, mm-hmm. I, I will. I'm streaming. I'm back. I'm sorry, Gary. Yeah. Will you forgive He's me, back. please? <laughs> You know, little known fact, GOG actually does not stand for good old games. It's uh, good old Gary. Good old Gary. <laughs> good old. Yeah. And Gary is short That's... for Garrett. Exactly. Yeah. yeah this, it's actually dedicated to, okay. to him. Yeah. The whole website, really. Yeah. That whole <laughs> website for him. <laughs> a weird show. Um, and uh, Joseph Grimm wrote in, and uh, less of a question, more of a comment, but I'm okay. always... Uh, mm. Well, actually, there's a question at the end of it, so... Okay. Yeah. But... Yeah, it's it's amusing and a question. That's true, which is best of both worlds, really. Amusing? Uh, well, that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting loose, guys. I like how surprised you guys were by that. That was very <laughs> worth it. It was very unexpected, I'll yeah, say that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Mm. Mm. The essence of comedy. <laughs> and said, thank you, guys. Your glowing recommendation of Horizon Zero Dawn is why I gave it another chance Took yes. a few years, but I finally buckled down and finished it. Great time. Even when mm-hmm. I didn't feel like playing it, I would and I enjoyed it. Yes. Has oh, yeah. ever happened to you? Mm-hmm. Um, it ha- it's, well, first of all, it's currently happening with Metal Gear Solid 5. Like, I didn't want to yeah. play that game at all. Um, sure, no. Like, I, I was upset that they took Kojima's name off of things and didn't oh, let, let him go accept the award for... You know, I, I don't know if it won that year, but he wasn't even allowed to go represent the game by Konami. Right. Just a weird. I was just very upset about it all. And also sure, I was yeah. upset that sure, he replaced no David Hayter's voice actor mm. uh, with. Yeah, it was weird. It's just our snakes voice. Hashtag actor. not my snake, you know, but yeah, <laughs> but despite all that, don't don't search that. Hashtag, yeah, it might not be a good one. But uh. But yeah, I, I, uh, I'm loving it. I'm having such a good time That's just awesome. forcing That's cool. myself to play it. So yeah. Good time. Oh, and also I'm really hoping Horizon Zero Dawn comes out on PC so I can force myself to play it there as well i david used to force me to play silent hill 2 because i was too scared Mm, so but then i would start playing it and i would love it yeah so So that sometimes there's just a a little bit of a i like a daunting aspect to a game that i it's just like it pushes back kind of hard while you're playing it so you don't you kind of like once you're out you're like okay i'm good Mm -hmm. and then something like external gets you to play it again and you're like oh I actually love this. Like, yeah. I'm glad I started playing. Yeah. So, no, I'm too scared yeah, is what you would always things. tell me, but you'd play yeah, it no, anyway. I'm too scared. <laughs> too scared. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Mike? Any games you've ever powered through and ended up loving them? <clears throat> hmm. You know, uh, maybe. Destiny 2? Yeah, I did power through that game. <laughs> and you loved um, it so much. He loved it. Yeah, it wasn't bad. <laughs> okay. I mean, I beat it, so like that's... Well, you didn't. There's a I whole did. lot... Most of the game that exists now, you have not played. 
Does <laughs> when you finish like your fancy raids, is that when the credits roll? No. No, well, I guess I got to the end of the game. The credits rolls happened. not when the game ends. You just played Pokemon. Was the game over when the credits rolled? Pretty yes. much. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, they introduced two that's entirely it. new villains after the credits rolled. That argument holds Ooh. no water, sir. I will see you in court. <laughs> <laughs> David, you've rolled credits many times on uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. That's true. Every it, single right? time, it's like every mission. five minutes, you keep beating it like every thirty minutes. <laughs> it's so amazing. True. I had no idea you're such a prolific oh, speedrunner. I beat that game yeah. so often and so fast. It's, it's the best. Uh, our final, uh, our final uh, item for the Twitter section is a community question that was posted by Adam. Adam, I think it might be best if you introduce this question. Oh, well, that's a good idea. Oh, do you remember? I it? should. Uh oh yes yes so yeah, yeah. so the other night um I wasn't in the room I don't know where I was but apparently um my my dear daughter mm-hmm. decided to spill an entire oh. cherry seven up into my beloved white Xbox oh, controller the best oh, one no. oh no and the best one the yeah best the, of... it's not the oh, old crappy so one that came with the Xbox one it's the it's the nice new one that I bought later oh, right. that has the Bluetooth so I can pair it to my phone and play xCloud oh yeah all that good stuff oh man so anyway <laughs> um, that one is currently super sticky stickiest buttons in, in the business stickiest buttons in the West um, I think is what you said yeah yeah so uh, the question that it inspired was: I wanted to know what was like the most damage that your uh, your your gaming hardware or games or whatever peripherals had suffered at the hands of nearby children. Sure. And so <laughs> I put that out there, and uh, Mike, I believe you have collected the responses. I have. Uh, the first one was from me. In that uh, a couple of years, <laughs> well, more than a couple of years now, um, I don't know how. She managed this, but my daughter uh, spilled a significant amount of maple syrup into my PS4 controller. (laughs) Was she she just like pouring it into the... Man, I don't even know. It was like, like, there's, you know, sometimes you're playing a game and you just need some flapjacks. Here's here's the (laughs) wild thing too, right? It's And you can't eat them dry. Come on, you gotta put some syrup on it. You make a very good point, Adam. The sticks and the buttons like had that weird thing where like they don't move right and like they get like stuck when you're pressing them down type of thing. Uh, Oh man. Um, But the controller itself like wasn't all sticky. It wasn't until I started disassemble and like the smells came wafting around like, oh that's maple syrup. I know what that is. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um Uh, yeah. Thankfully I found out that day that uh PS4 controllers not that hard to take apart and put back together. So it wasn't that's good. And I I did find a tutorial online to uh for dissecting the the Xbox Xbox One controller controller. and it it doesn't look too bad. Yeah, I hope it's it's like a Torx it's like a Torx screwdriver and a flathead screwdriver. So that's you know. Yeah, not too bad. Well, good hopefully. luck. But did we get any other uh, responses? We sure did. Oh, yeah. uh, Josh Bailey sure did. said, "Back when I was a kid, my younger brother ran into the charging cord from my Game Gear, oh. breaking both the cord and the port." Oh no! That was my last day <laughs> of Game Gear gaming. Oh, uh, that's so sad. That's, and I know some of you peers, what you're what you're thinking is well, that thing took like six double A's. No problem. It only works for like five minutes that way. Yeah, it's not a solution. <laughs> yeah, that was no, the portable really system was that had to be plugged in. <laughs> It's portable uh, if you have a generator. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? I bet you could play a Game Gear now anywhere if you just have one of those USB battery chargers and you'd probably need like a converter to convert it to whatever uh, the Game yeah. Gear. I don't know. Good question. Yeah. Somebody look into that. Yeah. Somebody figure um, that out. It lasts you for 10 minutes that way before everything goes dead. <laughs> uh, a friend of the show, Ashley, wrote it and said, it didn't happen to me personally, but I had a customer bring in a PS4 that stopped working. Turns out it was because their two-year-old stuck a whole bunch of pennies in the disk drive slot. 
<laughs> not sure if he was able ever to fix it. I love that oh, they tried so it dirty. once and nothing happened. Yeah. So they just kept trying. Like, so, <laughs> kids, like I'm trying to get some yeah. gumballs out of this thing. <laughs> kids do some wild things. When I, when I was still in the PC repair business, we used to have PCs come in for all kinds of things that kids thought were fun to throw in the fans oh, as they were gosh. running. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Uh, and uh, Anthony uh, from Video Game uh, Crosstalk wrote in and said, I had a really close call. Jacob, when he was two, slid my Game of War disc under my PS4. Oh, Game of War? Gears of War? God of War? Sorry, God of War. Did I, what okay. did I say? Oh, you said Game, game of, of War. War. Oh, Game of War. It's a game about war, guys. Think about <laughs> it. Think about <laughs> it. Uh, slid his God of War game disc right under the PS4. Thankfully, by the mercy of Odin, the disc was not scratched significantly uh, <laughs> to prevent playability. That's good. Uh, That's good. Man. Close call. I am. This is another reason why digital games are so, so good, because um, I've had some close calls with disc based mediums. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, them's the tweets. Them's the tweets. Wow. We got through oh, that section the real tweets. fast. Very yeah. efficient. All right. Not bad. Not well, bad. it is now the part of the show where we sell you things. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That's so beautiful. Patreon, guys. Ooh, Patreon. Sell Tell us about Patreon. Go ye therefore to patreon.com slash mm-hmm. SBFEGS and you can back the show. Mm-hmm. I think most people didn't know about this. Oh, yeah. You know, this whole uh, Patreon thing. We never... Ignore we never the section completely every episode. Yeah. <laughs> They're skipping by 30 second imp- increments right That's now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so we just have to say the Patreon uh, URL every 30 seconds precisely. <laughs> All right. I got a so, stopwatch. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> Patreon.com slash SBFBGS. So uh, the $1 tier now gets you early and ad-free episode access. Mm-hmm. And that is typically hitting the podcast feed, the the uh, the free or the ad-free podcast uh feed at uh one to three days ahead of the street date once again that's uh, twitch or that's patreon.com slash sbfvgs <laughs> uh, two dollar tier will get you access to the patreon exclusive minisodes we just had one of those go live uh this past monday mm-hmm. so go ahead and check that out we've got uh we've got quite a few little gems on there now yeah little patreon exclusive gems we aim for and uh, uh putting one of those up a month that's our yeah our sometimes goal. sometimes we we can do it and sometimes Everything is on fire and we are unable to. <laughs> By the way, that's patreon.com slash SBFEGS. <laughs> yeah. Rule of three. And I'm of done. course, there are other uh, other more glorious uh, Patreon tiers out there as well, uh, such right. as, as as you know, David's No, uh, jar I was about to water. say, sadly, no bathwater tier. I'm sorry, guys. No, 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 it's there. I know it's there's there. demand for it, but I just, I feel weird. <laughs> oh, there's demand. There's some demand. There's, I know. There's a lot of demand. <laughs> so, yeah, head on over to patreon.com slash SBFVGS if you want to back the show. That is the greatest and best way to back this show, to help us keep doing it, to help us do more game giveaways uh, by each other lavish gifts um and uh yeah such all as that, that kind of thing. trophy so, exactly but yeah. also if you don't have any extra money but you do have mm-hmm. amazon prime and you have a Ooh. twitch account if you link yeah. those two accounts together 
you can mm. like like my fingers are doing if you're watching the video version of this, uh, which you could do if you subscribe to the five dollar a month Patreon. By the way, yeah, hey, you get the video yeah. archive. This baby is now officially a video podcast for the five dollars. That's folks. right, exactly. Um, but anyway, uh, if you do those things, you can give us a. Uh, free Twitch subscription and get uh, mm-hmm. access to two emotes. One emote is Arnold Schwarzenegger's face screaming, and yes. one of them is my face enjoying a slice of pizza. So, who, <laughs> like, who? I, I would say transported to a another plane of enjoyment. Yes, it I, um, it's based on a very popular Twitch emote that I'm not allowed to say. Uh, mm-hmm. Adam and Mike have deemed me not allowed to say the style <laughs> of emote this is, but I was copying another. Uh, another emote um but it has pizza so um oh, yeah but anyway my. you can you subscribe get those emotes uh come hang out on the streams follow us don't yeah. even subscribe follow us and play funny sound effects and change the color of my lights while i'm uh, while i'm yeah. playing games for you guys and yeah we just hit a, a nice little uh follower milestone yeah, we too, have so 202 followers we i was going to announce when that. we had 200 but we've got two more since then so um, yeah 202 <laughs> followers nice round number nothing to sneeze at you know Nothing to shake your wiener at. (laughs) Please don't do that. Please don't. (laughs) There was madness in any direction. All right. Topic time. Meat and potatoes, gentlemen. Or I should say Michael. Yeah. What is your topic, good sir, for this fortnight? So, you know, this is uh this is gonna be last week by the time you guys hear this on mm-hmm. Monday. Maybe within mm-hmm. the same week if you guys are Patreon subscribers. Um Ooh. but early this Ooh, look week. Out. Yeah. <laughs> earlier this week, Microsoft revealed uh, some very interesting console details. Um, Indeed, oh, around so the Xbox Series X. Um, so, kind of want to just run through a couple of the things that they they put out and just get your guys' thoughts. Yeah, your guys' thoughts. You know, your thoughts right. and musings. Mm-hmm. Um, so, everyone knows that uh, we got two new consoles coming out at the end of this year: PS Five and uh, Xbox Series X. Now, it's a big and exciting year for gaming. Oh sure my is. goodness! Possibly, now, we we still have no confirmation that anything's happening this year, but. Oh, well, we have confirmation that the consoles are coming out, yeah, but there may not be any good doing. games. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. So uh, in, in months past, you know, Sony has has touted some of their features like hardware uh, ray tracing and like super special SSD hard drives that are going to make everything load super mm-hmm. quick. And that's really cool. Um, but beyond that, we don't have like a lot of specific details about like what's different between the consoles, PS4, PS5. Mm. Um, or, what than, price they, or, or what price. We, yeah. we don't know that either. Um, yeah. It's a mystery. So Microsoft kind of came out of, out of nowhere this last week with like no no fanfare, just kind of like a tweet came out and was like, oh, <laughs> by the way, uh, he, it does all these flops, 12 teraflops, whatever the heck that means. Uh, <laughs> variable so flops, rate sharing, like all these things I don't care about, right? I've kind of highlighted the ones that I think are, are probably the ones that we, we could probably talk about and actually make some sense out of. Um, 
So uh, now, where did you highlight these? Did you email them to us, or are you just going to tell us? No, no, I'm just going to read them to okay. you. Okay, all right. You're just going to have so, to know. Either you know so, or you don't, David. That's okay, all right. So on on the 12 teraflop thing, yes. um, that was the rumor, right? That was the, the yeah, leak yeah, yeah. that we had heard, what, a couple months back, right? Sure. That the Xbox One, or Xbox Series X yeah. was uh, had, you know, a 12 teraflop GPU, mm-hmm. uh, and that same leaker had mentioned that a it was a 9.2 teraflop GPU in the PS5. Oh. So that's quite that's quite a disparity. We'll see if that's accurate, but so that kind of puts let's let's quickly let's let's talk shop on mm-hmm. Flop Talk here. <laughs> flop Talk. Well, welcome to Flop Talk. <laughs> so so um okay so like this sounds PS5, like a bad movie podcast it really does <laughs> Flop Talk is all about teraflops and the people who love them. Um so the PS5, if it is at 9.2 teraflops and the Series X is 12 teraflops, that puts the PS5 GPU at roughly 76% of the power of the Xbox Series X. So to put that in perspective, right, mm-hmm. uh, we have the Xbox One, original Xbox One, 1.31 teraflops, mm-hmm. and to the PS4 is 1.84 teraflops. So we had about a 72% of the PS4. So you can kind of look at the the performance difference, right? It usually uh games on the original Xbox One were running like, you know, a slightly like one maybe uh one notch below, we'll say, uh, resolution wise mm-hmm. okay. uh from the uh the PS4 versions. Yeah. Uh the Xbox One S bumped up a little to 1.4 teraflops, which was uh 76% of the PS4 uh, performance. So roughly the difference between an Xbox One S and the stock PS4 is what you're seeing GPU wise between the PS5 and the Xbox Series X if these leaks are to be believed. Wow. So and there's actually a larger disparity between the PS4 Pro at 4.2 teraflops to the Xbox One X's six teraflops. Oh. Uh, so that's seventy percent of the Xbox One X. Uh-huh. So just to, just to put that out there for context, you know, when you're looking at all these flops and you're like, what do, what do these flops mean? <laughs> you know, what? How does this yeah. translate so to actual flops. graphics performance? I have you never know? heard a rumor that made me do more math than what <laughs> so you're many, talking about right now. So that this has been flop talk. Thank you, the <laughs> flop top. Yeah, that's good. Uh, you know, though, I, I did want to ask you, what do you guys think about this rumored Project Lockhart and where that fits in the whole equation? All right, uh, you guys know about Project, I, Project Lockhart? I'm not sure what that is, no. Okay, so there was Project Scarlet, right, which mm-hmm. was Xbox Series X. Yep. Uh, Project Lockhart, which is also leaked many times, is rumored to be the lower line, more affordable Xbox Series S, possibly. Oh. So they, they haven't come out and officially said that's what it's going to be called. But a lot of people are speculating that it'll be the Xbox Series S, that it will be l- fewer flops. Yeah. Right. Okay. Less flops. Um, but also way cheaper. That would so be really that will be kind interesting. of the affordable option. Yeah. And, and they may be launching kind of their, you know, for comparison, they may be launching their Xbox One and their Xbox One X for the next generation at the same time or really close together. Um, yeah, that's an interesting thought yeah. to basically release your standard and your pro versions at this, you know, if not at the same time, really close together. Yeah, um, because it, what it does is it takes the gasp factor out of the high dollar amount for the for the top tier, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, here's here's a next gen console and it's four hundred dollars, right? right. The, let's let's speculate. The Lockhart comes in around there. Sure. And then you and maybe it's even closer to the PS5, you know, flop wise. Okay. Yeah. Um and then you have <laughs> 
<laughs> then you have your your top tier console, which is like, oh, and this one's five hundred ninety nine US dollars or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it can be it can be exorbitant, and there's no pressure to buy that if you have the money and you want to buy the best of the best, go for it. You know, and then that can come down in price over time, and and all that fun stuff too. So. I'm really curious mm. if that ends up being their strategy in all this. Mm. So are you basically saying so they come out with like an Xbox One S and an Xbox X at the same time? Is that the is that basically, the rumor? Or or really close together. Okay. Yeah. Lockhart is is like the worst kept secret right now. Um and yeah, so it, it's a lot of people are are speculating that that's what it's going to be. Okay. Yeah, I think that's brilliant. Um because then the people that really care about performance can mm-hmm. buy their performance and then the people who yeah. don't really care but will still want you know still like all the other stuff that microsoft has announced like uh being able to yeah. and another thing is they talked about if you buy a game for xbox one and then you eventually get an xbox series x uh you can you automatically get the xbox series x game for free if it's a microsoft game or a mm-hmm. third party that has also you know agree to do that yeah yeah Yeah, so so So, i mean i think i think we're gonna get there too yeah yeah. because there's what do they call that um oh it has some weird uh, name smart smart delivery sure yeah whatever it's on the list yeah yeah so anyway just you know for flop talk i just wanted to get that out of the way (laughs) yeah um you know for flop talk i'm i'm adam redding and this has been flop talk it's no it's it's a really good point so before we move on one one comment i'm gonna make on that is if that is their plan yeah just my gut reaction to that says they better get that information out sooner than later otherwise they may be contending closer to uh the console release like oh this feels kind of like bait and switchy because we we thought you were gonna be price competitive and you were but not with the specs you were telling us back in in Mm. february no that and i think so it allows microsoft to say oh we have the most powerful console on the market Mm -hmm. still yeah right regardless of where sony comes in if they're trying to just sell one box right you know no i I agree with you i i just think right now you're gonna have a lot of analysts who are like oh this is their one console that's coming out um and they're gonna have to be price competitive against sony so reasonably these specifications are gonna run about this much money um Mm. when in reality it may cost a little more than what people are thinking because Mm -hmm. they have a cheaper box coming out um i could just i could see this being a bit of a double-edged sword for them if they don't get Mm. more information about um about Mm -hmm. lockhart out soon then yeah yeah true yeah i i don't think i don't think there are many negatives to to lockhart unlike mike but also i'm not a sony fanboy like mike so well i don't think there's any (laughs) negatives to it i think it's a great idea i i think just (laughs) I think the narrative know, behind Mike. it, though, I think is that if you if you basically say, yeah, we're going to be totally price competitive with Sony, um, mm-hmm. and then you release these crazy high-end specs, now people have this idea of what they're going to get, and then later on, you're like, oh, and by the way, here's the price competitive console, and the specs are lower. Um, I would just want to get ahead of that message before somebody else like puts that out there for you. Mm, uh, yeah. It could make it pe- people feel like, you know, that they are uh, they're getting a bit of the runaround. Mm-hmm. yeah because because so far uh, just just me personally that was my impression I was like wow you're getting this for maybe around the 500 dollars price point like that's incredible that's incredible. yeah i don't know and don't if know. that's not gonna happen they need to get in front of that now yeah uh yeah 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 so it could it could be a problem but um so i mean but there is also the that thing right that word on the street thing where maybe maybe you know Sally Sue and, and Joey over here, mm-hmm. they, they're not listening to Flop Talk. They don't know the breakdown, sure. right? <laughs> but they all they've heard is that the Xbox is more powerful. 
you know oh, so they're getting the xbox you know what i mean true like there's there's a pr battle that gets won without very many facts flying around sure. like i i had a friend who thought the xbox one s was more pow- powerful than the regular stock ps4 because they had heard the x was more powerful than the mm-hmm. ps4 pro yep Mm-hmm. So there's uh there's a bit of that and I had to I had of course smash his hopes and dreams sure. and tell him no. <laughs> um, but you know, so I, I digress. Yeah, we're running Very, long. How about how about that VRS, specs. guys? Yeah, so I have no idea what that is. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to talk about that because no one knows it what it is. It sounds like it's going to be very good at uh, squeezing performance. Like, apparently yes. it doesn't cost anything, and it might help, like, you focus the, the quality stuff on this object or these objects instead of the whole scene. Yeah. So which it's could, with the, the new Turing architecture, so it's an optimization tool, like you're saying, and it, and it allows certain areas of the screen to use a lower shading rate without losing much visible quality. And so, yeah, it, it basically allows developers to squeeze more juice out of these flops. Yeah, like right. a, a, a scenario where I feel like this would be very helpful, for example, like say you're rendering a whole big scene, but you've got two characters in the foreground and the background is out of focus. Like maybe mm-hmm. they can turn down the shadow detail in the out of focus area yeah. and stuff like that. That that would be pretty huge if they could do stuff like or, that. Or yeah, or if there's a part of the screen that's totally dark, you know, you can you can kind of free up some resources from those areas. Yeah, I think it's pre- it's pretty clever, especially if you're aiming to hit 4K, you know, 60 frames a second or higher, mm-hmm. you know. So. Yeah, yeah. Vegas Mel in the chat says, for the casual player, the specs are difficult to understand, and the price point and the PR spin is what's going to motivate the sale. And so Mm -hmm. that's where that's where that uh, amen, amen. Uh, That's that's where (laughs) that that whole you know buy the game one time and you can play it on every Xbox console and maybe Windows too, depending on how generous they're feeling. (laughs) That would be pretty crazy. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Uh, so they also announced hardware accelerated ray tracing, um, which was something Sony had been talking about, um, here in the past. That's basically a I'm next jazzed. gen rec- like requirement. Like, uh, NVIDIA seems that way. NVIDIA GPUs have it. AMD, the next, mm-hmm. uh, round of AMDs are going to have it. Um, and which are also going to be in these consoles. It's like ray tracing is the new buzzword that like, like eight, K is going to happen at some point, but right now we mm-hmm. already have 4k. We already have 60 frames per second. Uh, people mm-hmm. don't really understand yet that they want more than 60 frames per second. So the next buzzword is ray tracing. Ooh, let's mm. get ray trace. Look, let's trace all so, these rays. <laughs> yeah. I, I personally am more excited about ray tracing than I am about going over and above 60 frames a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One day you'll understand, but for now that's because, okay. <laughs> because the ray tracing, like I've seen some of these demos, like, uh, well, if you, there's, I think a great digital foundry video where they go into detail about how well control, uh, implemented ray tracing, uh, or I guess, uh, remedy. Yeah. Oh man. In, in, control is uh, definitely one of know, the best looking ray traced games. Yeah. It, it, sure. And they have it. Okay. Here's that. Here's the scene with ray tracing off and here's it with it on. And when you see it, you're like, Oh, Oh, that's amazing. Why yeah. I, I can't, it's so terrible without it. You know, <laughs> like you see it back and forth. You're like, Oh my gosh, that's incredible. And then, uh, they, they did a Minecraft demo, uh, recently oh, with, man. uh, ray, and they turned on ray tracing. It's like, it looks like a, it looks like a completely it looks gorgeous like yeah. it looks like a sequel suddenly yeah. you know like yeah. it doesn't look like the same game but it is <laughs> well, um, and pod in the chat just asked is this podcast going to be ray traced man i hope so yes i really hope so <laughs> so so here's here's another point right okay is beyond just the the graphical fidelity um 
improvements that you get. Ray tracing is all, can also be used to improve the acoustics of the game, more realistic acoustic audio. Oh yeah, Sony was talking um, about ray traced audio, which sounds yeah, absolutely cool. bonkers. So in, and so is uh, Microsoft. If if you oh, read their they? article, it's it's one of their highlights for ray tracing. Huh. Um, and without getting too much further into, I would recommend um, go look up uh, Tim Saray's uh, Twitter. He, mm-hmm. he, a couple of days ago, actually posted like several tweets explaining why ray tracing is so beneficial beyond what the consumer already knows about. Oh, that's cool. Um, mm. like Good old all Tim. The tools that, yeah, like a super insightful Breaking as a game down. developer. Like here's all the cool things ray tracing does that you have no idea that it does. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it will be invisible to you, but it like makes it makes all the difference to developers, I guess. Um, yeah, that's really pretty, cool. Pretty cool stuff. So there, I mean, there's also out there, you can go look at Doom mods and Quake 2 mods that yes. have ray tracing enabled. And it just looks, it, oh, it's amazing. Doom, like, it these is. Old, these yeah, old Doom crusty games, so good with but they tracing. turn on ray tracing and it's like, oh. We've got to move on beyond fantastic. ray tracing. You guys, we have so many items. But ray tracing, <laughs> Mike. Ray tracing. You know, I know. I, the one thing, the, the last thing I want to say about ray tracing real quick is that I can foresee some of the current gen games or even other backwards compatible games having ray tracing, uh, a ray tracing mode that you could turn on, oh. right, on the new consoles and have it be like, the oh, you know, so Horizon, you can play Horizon on PS5 or whatever, yeah. or you can play... Um, you know, you can play Gears Five on on Series X, right? And with the, with ray tracing now, and it'll look it'll look gorgeous, and it'll be this cool, splashy headline. Oh, look, check this out! Go buy this new thing, right? Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, Imagine Mass Effect ray traced. Ooh, yeah, a lot of shiny surfaces in that about. game. Oh, oh, there's a character. <laughs> there's a character in Mass Effect Three that would look really cool ray traced. Mike, you probably know who I'm talking about. There's two of them actually, but the the what's her name? Edie. What's her name? Yeah, Edie. Yeah. I think it's EDM. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Be really cool. Yeah. Anyway. EDM. (laughs) EDM. Yeah. Look, Um, sound really cool. Ray traced. (laughs) SSD storage. They called out when I skip past that one really quickly because we all know about. It'll be a big deal. SSD storage. Also a big deal. Yeah. Quickly. It is. I just do want to say really quickly. It'll be a big deal if PS5 only has SSD options um, because uh, Microsoft support all the games are going to be supporting uh, down from Xbox One to modern, and like that could affect like the possibilities of games. Like um, Digital Foundry was talking about how uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Two could have a flight system where uh, you know mm-hmm. if they wanted to do that on Xbox One, they couldn't. So yeah, like we, we and we talked yeah, about, talk about that. On, yeah. But yeah, I think I think that's a, a valid point. Yeah. Though. So anyway, you know? that's all I wanted to I'm, say. I'm super jazzed, super jazzed, too, about SSDs kind of changing, not only just like uh, load times being great and everything yeah. and, and being able to load the next part of the world really quickly. But um, also, yeah, like things like you're talking about innovations we couldn't see before having it. Right. You know? Yep. But anyway, um, Mike, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, not, not trying to totally skip past it, but I know we've talked about the SSD stuff uh, pretty extensively yeah, yeah. the last couple of podcasts. Um, now, one of the items that, that comes along with this and, and with a new system that uh, I, I guess Xbox hasn't really has before is Quick Resume. Um, well, Xbox One has Quick Resume, but you well, know, it's just like PS4. It has one, well, yeah. one game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so what they yeah. get now around is, is uh, multiple games potentially uh, Quick Resumed. Um, mm-hmm. So you can essentially pause state on like on 10 or something between games. Yeah. I, I can't remember the number. It's not in the spreadsheet that they oh, put in here, so but cool. uh, it, it's pretty cool. And I, I would love that. See it on this, uh, on this particular uh, uh, item that I pulled off their website, but I thought I heard somebody else talking about potential uh, being able to quick resume even after a reboot. 
Yes. which would be yeah, super so, freaking cool. Yeah, Phil Spencer uh, wow. confirmed that. That's who so it was, yes, yeah. So you can you can basically have the you know have a game or two or three all suspended, ready to go, and then fully reboot the console and still have them ready to go. That's I, amazing. I love this because the the whole just the scenario of like my kids wanting to play some Minecraft or wanting to play mm-hmm. some Dreams. Um, you know, like if if PS Five also supports that, you know, they I could be I could have my Last of Us. You know, they're suspended <laughs> and and they can play whatever they want. I can come right, right. back to it. I, I love this yeah, so much. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um so uh David is probably really excited about this one. Ooh, uh yeah. 120 FPS support. Pretty good. Yeah. I I am very excited to see if any developers will support it on consoles. <laughs> That'll be like the question, PC yeah. gamers are all about the high frame rates nowadays, but console yeah. gamers are like, yeah, great i love 30 so 30 is really good hey, 30 <laughs> that's love, what i'm talking about 30 frames per second i love a good 30 frames the human eye can't 30 frames see. that's all you need they can't see higher so <laughs> so i i can see okay so you know what they're uh the console they announced it's going to be supporting uh, hdmi 2.1 standard mm-hmm. uh so that that can handle up to 4k 120 hertz or 8k at 60 hertz but I don't, I, there's no so I can, chance I, in heck that the Xbox Series X will be able to do 8K at 60 hertz. That is not so with pixels. games for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, it would have to be a very basic looking <laughs> yeah. game to be running at that it resolution. It will have to but, be screenshots of a game that you heard about. But I will say this. I will say this. Uh, for someone like me who's still rocking the 1080p display, mm-hmm. if I got an Xbox Series X for God knows why, and I plugged it into this thing... <laughs> um, I'm sure there there will probably be 1080p like high frame modes Maybe. in certain games. I hope so. And so I could probably play like the new Tomb Raider game, right, or whatever. Yeah. At 1080p, 120 frames. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like that's possible. Um, I think most people are going to be shooting for 4K 60 though. This this gen for consoles. Yeah, you know. 4K sure. 60 is probably the sweet spot because everyone cares about 4K for some reason. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't tell the difference between 1440p and 4K for the most part. Um, but uh, 4K 60, I mean, if all the games hit that on console, then I will. I'll be okay with it. I'll I'll allow it. <laughs> allow I will. I'll I'll, I'll allow, allow it. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, how gracious of you, David. I um, yes. I'm a benevolent. <laughs> PC master we, racist. We, uh, <laughs> He's tough, but fair. Tough He's but tough, fair. but fair. We talked about this a little bit ago uh, already. So I don't know how much more we need to touch on this, but uh, they, they touted their four generations of gaming, basically backwards compatibility all the way back to original Xbox, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I love it. I don't really know how many original Xbox games I want to go back and play at this point, but yeah, uh, I don't want to play any of them. I just want to be able <laughs> yeah, to. It's yeah. true. <laughs> I, but I do say Xbox 360 is pretty useful. Adam, you could go play Mass Effect, the trilogy on your Xbox One. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, for and sure. it would be Maybe the only well, way because they're never going to remake it'd it. It'd be apparently. higher resolution wow. and they, probably better frame rates. I'm still, you know what? I I say don't give up. Keep fighting for Mass Effect uh, <laughs> yeah, trilogy you're never coming on the Switch. Anyway. On the I Switch, would baby. love that on the Switch. Keep fighting, That would David. be such a good fighting. Be, I would immediately buy it and play through all three of them if they did that. <laughs> Even though I have it on PC yeah. and I can play them at 60 frames per second, I would still buy them on Switch and play them at 30 just because they should do it, you know? Yeah, so I, yeah. I believe what he said about the, the backwards compatibility is... And I, I there's actually a, a good quote that I pulled here. This is really 
uh, cool, I think. So he, he basically said in the uh, blog post, our commitment to compatibility means existing Xbox One games. So basically all Xbox One games, mm-hmm. inclu- including backward compatible Xbox 360 and Xbox games, you know, the original Xbox, uh, look and play better than ever before. Your favorite games, including titles in Xbox Game Pass, benefit from steadier frame rates, faster load times, and improved resolution. I got an asterisk right there and uh, <laughs> visual fidelity uh, and visual fidelity. So um, all with no developer work required, which is super cool. Yeah. So this is, that's to me, that sentence tells me, you know, the improved resolution, especially tells me that they are probably referring to games with dynamic resolution scaling, oh. you know, games that kind of drop down and uh, to keep the frame rate solid. Mm-hmm. Um, and so of if you never have to do that because the, the console's powerful enough to keep it solid or keep the, the resolution up and yeah. the frame rate solid, then I think that's probably what he's talking about there. But who knows? Maybe they're, he's, they're offering like a developer-free, patch-free, hmm. upscaling. Who knows? Interesting. Um, but pretty cool stuff. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing on the list, which is uh, also something we've kind of already mentioned, was the smart delivery. Yeah, um, that which, is which, that could be a game changer, especially if Sony doesn't play ball with that. It's pretty cool, right? So yeah. the, the yeah. idea behind this being that uh, you effectively buy a game one time. So Microsoft is promising for their first party games that this is the case. If you buy yeah, you buy awesome. a game on you know Xbox One, and then a year later you go ahead and buy your Series X, um, that you'll be able to download that game and yeah. have it available to you, which is pretty cool. And we have the first um, and third only, party title they're making yeah, it, yeah. they're making it available to third parties uh it yes. seems like right now uh cyberpunk uh 2077 is going to take advantage of that which is huge it's very uh, cool it's huge uh so it'll be really curious to see how many third-party developers bite um th- this yeah, is a really, really well, cool feature the... but i can definitely picture third parties being like nah, i would rather people buy the game twice so yes but <laughs> the i think cd project red has it right here because yeah. not not just is it the the nice thing to do sure but it's also fantastic pr like if you put this out oh we're, we're putting our game out and day and date you know whenever it's available for uh for series x mm-hmm. you're going to get that that version for free yeah you know that that to me is it's just all you have to do is send a tweet out everyone was like tweeting about this re- retweeting it i even tweeted like uh what you thought was a david tweet and said um <laughs> you know this is what we want you know no more shenanigans no more double dipping um but yeah like i think people are tired of rebuying the same games over and I over am, especially especially we, skyrim yeah. we we say that but we keep doing it and I so know. as long we as we certainly keep, keep doing, doing it. it i think they're gonna keep pushing <laughs> well, forward and i don't think gonna it's stop, gonna but exclude. i'm really tired of it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right exactly but i mean it's not gonna stop like the full ground up remakes right like shadow of the colossus yeah. would still need to be remade to be what it is on ps4 right of course uh like a resident evil 2 and 3 you know all of those remakes still have to be a separate game purchase but like yeah to if, for me to play uh you know for me to play like quantum break right in 4k 60 frames a second i love that i could just throw that into the disc or into into the uh, series x and have it have it do its stuff you know yeah um and, that, and that's the, so the cool. cool yeah yeah and the cool thing too is that um what they're saying with the smart delivery thing is that basically it'll detect which console you're playing on and uh, and make sure that you are actually playing on the optimal version for your console yeah. so mm-hmm. um but yeah, I I think this is this is a very solid move. It's kind of it's the cross buy like we talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, like PlayStation did it with Vita and PS3 and PS4. Where a little bit with own, PS3 and PS4. 
Well, like, so I I owned uh, Limbo on PS3, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and then when it came to PS4, I got it there for free, and I yeah. got it on Vita for free when it came there. So, like, I that's exactly what we want, right? That, yeah. I, I don't want to have to rebuy these things over and over again. I love the idea that I could just buy the game once, just like on PC, and if I get a better PC, I can still play it, and it will look even better. Yeah. Um, An example of a game I, it, that I feel like should have been... Just pop the disc, pop the PS3 disc in your PS4 and you'll get the PS4 version is The Last of Us 2. Like the texture, like the texture up resing they did was very minimal. They upped the, the resolution and they gave mm. you an option to play at a higher frame rate. Like that's not really a remaster. Yeah. So that should that they, should have yeah. been you have this game. You can just play it on PS4. Yeah, and that's I'm hoping with The Last of Us Part 2 that be great. That that's what they do, right? Like it comes to the new system and mm-hmm. it's, you know, higher frame rate and higher res. That, so that would be great. It. And the question is is Sony going to do it? That's the question. Yeah. 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 Well, I I feel like Microsoft is making this a competitive requirement, and, right? And, like this is something Yeah, and the the social like, the social the response down. is yeah. we want this, you know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So so we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what Sony does. It's all up to Sony now. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they, one other thing they mentioned in the blog post that uh, Phil Spencer mentioned was um, Game Pass is going to continue date for the day and date first party titles. I think mm-hmm. you mentioned that um, into the next generation. And I was thinking about this and like being kind of more heavily entrenched in the in the ip of the sony ecosystem if Mm -hmm. i had to compare the two um i was thinking about would i pay 15 bucks a month to get all of the first party exclusives you know day and date on a service like this where we don't have to go buy them and i was i was kind of doing the math and i was like well if you're if you're not someone who's concerned about owning your games Mm -hmm. and being able to go back years later and play them again Mm -hmm. you know three triple a games per year would pay for game pass ultimate that's true right if you if you get three AAA games out of it that you don't have to buy, mm-hmm. you know, then that's not even considering like uh, oh I I got maybe maybe I got one or two AAAs, but also I had like ten or twenty indies that I played mm. all on the service, you know. Sure. That I think value wise, you're still coming out ahead. It's a pretty good value. And, I mean, even right now, it, it is, is a really good value. It's a great value. Yeah. Yeah. So I I can see Sony wanting to compete with that also with the uh, with PlayStation now, but we'll see. Yeah, sure. we will see it. Now, honestly, here's what I want. Okay, mm-hmm. I want Sony's games with Microsoft services, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that has been the case sure. for quite a while now. Well, sure, sure, maybe sure. if Sony starts releasing their games on PC, you can kind of have that in a way. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Yeah. So did we just out ourselves as secret Xbox? I mean, well, I'm, I still not, I'm still not buying one, but I mean, it's, <laughs> it is very cool tech. I'm more a PC bot than anything, I think. But, yeah. but oh, I, I, I just just kind of uh, what you touched on, Adam, like the, the big thing for me, like I see that tech like, man, that's really cool. I hope the PS4 does those things. Yes. That's really cool. But like, <laughs> right. The yeah. decision is made, right? I'm going to play Spider-Man 2. I'm going to play God of War 2. I'm going to play the you know the last yeah i like they've already got me on games that i have to play they they got me so yeah it's but so that is another point though yeah uh game pass is just going to get all the sweeter next gen because they have not only they have double fine they have uh that brand new santa monica studio i always forget the name of i think it's like the (laughs) initiative or something yeah i think you're Um, right and they have yeah so they they they've bought a ton of really great studios obsidian they they have um ninja theory i think it is so there's 
I, I can't wait to see what all those studios are cooking up for next gen. It's going to be way more yeah. competitive yeah. next generation than it has at least, been. I was this, just, at least we hope. So. I was a, yeah, I was just a little bummed. I'm like, we got all these studios. Can't wait to show you what they're working on in a couple of years. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, so man. in a couple that, of I mean, years, just, I might get an Xbox Series X when those but, games start coming. Yeah. And I, and I do appreciate their candor. Yeah. That is too. something that I mean, that's cool. Sony has not been telling nope. us anything. Right. And Microsoft's just been very open and, uh, about it. We're and that's really, and, oh, really you nice. Know, uh, I think we're going to do this. Uh, by the way, BDN had a really good point in the chat. What's better, a AAA game or a AA game? To be honest, most of, most of his controllers use AA. So. <laughs> oh, he missed the dad joke <laughs> section, but yeah, that's sure a did. good one. <laughs> All right, you guys. End of the show plugs for all. Mm. Would you say? Yeah. Mm. So you can keep up with us at sbfvgs.com. That's our website. You can go to a website. What's a website, now. Adam? Yeah. Yeah. Most people just go to Twitter or Instagram <laughs> or Facebook now. But that's back in the day, back in the 90s, there were websites you would go to. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So sbfvgs.com. <laughs> that's where you can keep up uh, links to our episodes, social media, Twitch channel, merchandise. You can buy some t shirts there um, or there are links to t shirts on the Amazon storefront. Um, you know, join the Discord. Why not? Mm-hmm. You know, hop in there, chat with yeah, us, chat with have us. a good time. So, and of course, if you like what we're doing, you want to see us doing more of it, you can uh, hop on over to patreon.com slash SBFEGS, toss us a ducat or two, you know, yeah, $5 and you can watch this baby for free. Oh, that's true. Free. Well, free of charge. N- after $5, <laughs> after $5 it's definitely free to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, support us on Patreon if you can, if you are able, uh, just like good old Tom Titus Hughes oh, did this fortnight. He's been listening from Look the beginning, at, I'm pretty sure. From the get-go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so five years or however out. long that is now. How long have we been doing yeah. this show? Man, it's about five uh, years. About five years? Like, yeah. Goodness gracious. I know <laughs> a little over five, but yeah. Uh, so very special thanks to Tom, uh, for his support. Um, you can, like we mentioned earlier, you can subscribe on twitch.tv slash You can do that for free. If you have, uh, paired your Amazon prime with your Twitch account. So there you have it. Um, you can also leave us a delightful iTunes review. We always appreciate oh, that. We love those. <laughs> it, you know, honestly, we've discovered a couple new ones on there recently and they, they warmed me. They warmed my heart. They warmed. They warm the very cockles. The very of my cockles. Heart. So please give us some more so. cockle warming, uh, uh, heart <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying anymore. It's late. <laughs> I, I give up. Uh, a very special thanks to Eric Kruger for our podcast logo and for his handsome, handsome face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can follow us on Twitter at SBFVGS Podcast, on uh, Instagram also, SBFVGS Podcast. Uh, the three of us are on the tweets at uh, Barry White, that's me, B U R Y W I T E. Mike <laughs> is Taco Douglas. David is David J. Tate. And of course, uh, you can friend me on the PSN. Uh, I've got my Twitch code on my Twitter as well. So hop on there. Let's be friends. Twitch code. Let's be pals. Switch. Switch. Did I, did I say I Twitch? I thought you said Twitch, but it, maybe it was Switch and ah. I just missed. Well, it's not, it's not Twitch. It's Twitch. So. I do the streaming here, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's my turf. All right. That's all the time we have for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 142. 
That's a lot of episodes, guys. It sure is. Sheesh. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back every two weeks with more secret Xbox talk (laughs) on gaming. (laughs) It's melting. (laughs) Hit us up with your questions, topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. (gasps) Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) See you guys. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.